Hello, welcome to another episode of Not Alone Today podcast. My name is Anu. And I am Joseph. It's good to have you again. Welcome. Today's question is from Liz. And it was um, directed to call her at the time. It was The question was raised, but I'll read the question out. Okay. It says, Sir, how does a lady overcome lustful desire coming from a married man, hmm. especially from someone she trusts so much and can't ignore? And how can she help such a married man hmm. to quench the fire apart from praying for him? For, for him? Lastly, have you had any lustful desire towards another lady apart from your wife? If yes, how did you handle it? I love the question. Yes, it's a very real question. <laughs> very practical, very down to earth and straight to the point and audacious in some regards. Yes. Okay, so any preliminary thoughts? Uh, I'm actually lost for words, so I'll let you start. <laughs> I like to read things um, the way it's written. And the way the question was phrased, there were just a few flashpoints as I was like reading the question, like flashpoints, flashpoints, flashpoints. So I'll just point out um, a few of those and then maybe we can begin to double click on them to talk more about them. First, she said that um, this lustful desire is coming from a married man. Um, so in, immediately I'm, I'm, I'm wondering and asking what kind of a relationship is going on between them. Mm-hmm. Is this a mentorship? Is this a boss to um, secretary, employer to employee kind of relationship? What's the context? Mm-hmm. Um, again, that's not given, but that's the first thing I'm wondering. True. Um, secondly, she said that she trusts the person so much that she can't ignore the person. Mm. Again, I found that that's another flashpoint for me. Like, who could ever be so important so in my life or in your life or in mm. anybody's life that you can't ignore? Um, of course, we like to think, I, I would like to think, I don't want to ever get to a point where I would want to ignore my wife. <laughs> I would like to think I don't ever want to get to a point where I would um, ignore my parents, God forbid. Um, But then, really, given some kind of context, there is no one that is not ignorable Mm -hmm. in that sense. So for someone to be so important in your life and is a married man and you're supposedly a single lady... And the person is not ignorable. I'm wondering what's the dynamic of relationship that is going on there. And then when she goes on to say that she wants to help the married man to quench the fire. And I guess she's referring to the the fire of lustful desire. I see that as I think that's the most, the biggest flashpoint of all in this question. Like what? You want to help him? To quench the fire. Okay, that's a really audacious thing to do. And then she went on to qualify that by saying, apart from praying for him. So like, I know you'll come and say, yeah, just pray for him. I don't want just that. Apart from praying for him, what can I do? And that sounds like a practical person. Hmm. That's not like someone that is really like, let's just God aside. (laughs) But I'm quick to say, no, 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 no. Yeah, I I don't want to be religious or to sound hyper-spiritual. But there are just some things that you don't do without when we are talking, of course, in the context of us as children of God. It's like saying, uh, uh, um, apart from breathing in oxygen and breathing up carbon dioxide, apart from that, I want to be able to do X, Y, Z 
in the course of a day. The fact is, without you and respirating, you are dead. <laughs> so that's that's how I see that. Um, and then the last part where she's asking whether or not I've had any lustful desire towards another lady. If we have tackled the preceding questions, mm-hmm. um, if I just come and say, of course not, I've never I've never had a lustful desire um, uh, towards a lady. That can sound sanctimonious in mm-hmm. some sense. But let's let's dig in into those flashpoints mm-hmm. and then the answer that will be given to that last part can make more sense. Yes. Thank you for that. Yep. Now that you've said your flashpoint, I think <laughs> now I can say my flashpoint. I've, okay. I've gained my words back. Good. The part I want to really, that, that flashed to me was where she said she wants to help the married man mm-hmm. to quench the fire. Mm. It's possible that this married man mm-hmm. might be manipulating her. This is a person she trusts so much and mm-hmm. can't ignore. So it means they would have like a constant communication or a, a process where they see each other yeah. often. That's safe to us. Yeah. So her saying that she wants to help him quench the fire is as though she's taking responsibility for his lustful desire now. Mm. That's how I'm reading it. And she's saying that, okay, I have caused this thing. How can I help him? And you know, dynamics of a man to woman relationship, especially someone you like, mm-hmm. when they say things to you often, yeah, it becomes your, your own rhetoric, so to say, it becomes your reality. So I'm just pick, picking at this point to say that it's as though she's taking the lustful desire the married man has towards her as her responsibility to quench. Mm. And the other flashpoint is the last question where she said, have you had lustful desire towards your wife? It was another lady apart from your wife. Mm-hmm. It's to also say that no one has lustful desire to their wife, no godly man. <laughs> would have a lustful desire to their wife. They are married out, so yeah. anyways in holy matrimony. That's right. So the holiness has taken the lustfulness away and it becomes a holy desire. So just to clarify, Liz, it can't be a lustful desire. You can only desire your wife purely because she's yours. Mm. And you can only desire your husband because he's your husband. Okay. Now let's ta- uh, let's start from the um the flashpoints you raised. Okay. It? Um yeah, I think we've we've set the it's almost like giving a course outline. <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so how does a lady overcome lustful desire coming from a married man, mm. especially from someone she trusts so much and can't ignore? Like we said, uh, again, we don't know the context of this relationship. The context would determine the approach. Um, if, for instance, we're talking of an employee-to-employer mm. setting, which seems unlikely from this question. But if that's the case, I believe that every organization has got a sort of grievance procedure mm-hmm. that you follow um, or whistleblowing system or structure mm. in place um, to report things like this. You don't True. go all cultural. I don't want to embarrass him. I don't want to bring him shame. I don't want to be the reason for his downfall at the detriment of your own safety, mm. of your own sanity, of your own mental health, of your own um, even job security mm-hmm. <laughs> in that sense. If someone is harassing you at work, follow the grievance procedure that is on ground to report it. I don't, uh, you don't want to just dilly-dally about that. Okay. Or what do you think about that? I do agree with you that it's, um, th- that procedure will be good. Mm-hmm. But I think, do you think Liz will want to report this trusted man 
this trusted married man to the HR. If she is open to that idea, hmm. she won't be asking this question. She would just have gone right away to do that anyways. So for her to do this shows that she's not open to that idea. And perhaps she just needs that wake-up call to say, see this for what it is. Mm, I don't like be, what you said. Don't be blind. Don't be brainwashed exactly. don't be manipulated exactly don't, that's the thing i just wanted us to bring out yeah it's it's an harassment pure and simple is, if oh, you are not you. seeing it as such then you need new lenses you need <laughs> you need new spectacles mm-hmm. <laughs> to see the situation through so that's the first um context i thought of the other context i'm thinking of could actually be a mentor to mentee setting or an influential person especially in a christian setting it's it's a possibility and i mean liz won't be the first person that will ask that kind of a question Hmm. um so what if that's the setting what if it's your supposed shepherd that is doing this what if it's your mentor that is doing this because she says this is someone she trusts so much and can't ignore um, so we're saying irrespective of who the person may be whatever authority or she may hold in your life the bible is clear i mean i like paul's counsel um when he says flee all appearance of evil in first thessalonians 5 22 he didn't he didn't say to flee from evil it was even talking of an appearance of it in the amplified bible the classic edition it says abstain from evil shrink from it Mm. and keep aloof from it in whatever form Mm. or whatever kind it may be i mean it doesn't get clearer um um, than that Mm. in in um, anti rights version Mm. it actually says if something looks like evil keep well away (laughs) i like that if something looks like evil or looks evil just keep well away keep your distance Mm. and that's that's the wake-up call to to loud to lease he didn't say abstain from every form of evil except it's coming from your mentor abstain from every form of evil except it's coming from your pastor except it's coming from your boss except it's coming from your special friend or whatever if it is looking like evil and it's clear in this case you hmm. qualified it lustful desire from a married man nothing spells evil <laughs> clearer <laughs> than that True. you want to steer clear of that kind of evil in that sense thank you while you were talking mm-hmm. i just wanted to ask lee how do you feel about this because the question hasn't she didn't actually tell us how she's feeling. She's she desire. said what the yeah. situation is, but she hasn't expressed her own feeling about it. Mm-hmm. To see the light mm-hmm. from this scripture that you just read in First Thessalonians yeah, five twenty two yeah. is to address how it makes you feel. Sometimes we feel privileged when people of importance or mm. worth, when it counts as friend. People of relative importance. Relative importance. The, the relativeness <laughs> is usually missed because they are important, you yeah. see. So we feel important when these things happen. Mm. And I read about harassment. Harassment means anything that makes you feel distressed, mm-hmm. humiliated, mm-hmm. or threatened. Wow. So, Liz, I'm asking you, yeah, under God, 
is this lustful desire from your married man, from this married man, sorry, mm-hmm. making you feel distressed? Distressed is in different ways. It's relative. Mm. I'm, I'm you, taking the question in itself mm. as an evidence of the fact that she feels uncomfortable by Uncomfort- whatever is going good. on. And, good. And that makes it an harassment. Yes. It? But God is saying, Liz, stay aloof from this kind of evil. It is a, it is an evil. Mm-hmm. An evil, it's... It's something that is not God, mm, basically. Mm. If a married man is having a lustful desire for you, it shows that it's not someone to be trusted. But if it's a trusted person, then why is he acting unworthy of, unworthy the, trust. of the trust you've mm. placed on him? Mm. And, and and I get what you're saying about how that you want to help, but these things you're saying, these wonderings and ponderings. Mm-hmm. It's okay for us to do it because we are third parties. We're not in a situation. But for you, mm-hmm. flee. You're not supposed to sit in it and wonder mm. and come to a solution. Please go far away aloof mm. and let someone else deal with the problem. Absolutely. So, yes, that's what that's the first thing I just wanted to say, to give, to give room for your feelings. Mm. Not that you should give room for the feelings of the lust for desire, mm-hmm. but how it makes you feel humiliated or distressed or threatened. But in that giving room, please move away from this trusted person. Mm. So basically, that's where wisdom comes in. Mm. I like that. Actually, in her choice of word, in mm. the very next line, she goes on to say, how can you help such a man to quench the fire? Mm. Uh, that shows that she's aware, she's likening this context, this thing that is coming from this man towards her as a fire. Mm. And again to that, the Bible actually speaks directly. There is this beautiful um, proverb that um, Solomon gave in the book of Proverbs, chapter 6 actually. Um, Verse 27 specifically says, Can a man take fire to his bosom Mm. and his clothes not be burned? I mean, that's a rhetorical question. You cannot carry hot coals against your chest without burning your clothes. Oh, I'm actually glancing at the Passion Translation. It says, for how can a man light his pants on fire <laughs> not and not be burned? It's it's the point. So the few times I've had to do like a fire um, hazard yeah, uh, risk yeah. assessment kind of training. One of the first points they stress is when there is a fire, like especially a major fire, and you are not trained to to do that you're not a fire service man you don't have the gadgets the first thing you want to do is be safe mm-hmm. you want to ensure you are safe before you even try to start helping someone else that is also in the same scenario and context with you first mm-hmm. of all assure and ascertain your own safety. safety and then call for help from the right source mm-hmm. don't want to go and start trying to put out a fire when you are not equipped to do that when mm-hmm. you are not a trained fire uh, fire service person uh, in that mm-hmm. sense so mm-hmm. Liz the lustful desire is the sole responsibility of the married man it's not yours mm-hmm. you're not responsible for his lustful desire don't blame yourself don't take his own faults or his own um shortcoming as your as your sole business to solve it's not a puzzle to be solved he might have given you options of other ways where the fire can be quenched you could say oh if you touch me this way don't really have to have sex and it would quench the fire 
it's not just about sex, Liz. It's about who you are. Mm. You're a royal priesthood. You're a peculiar person. Mm. You're a city set on the hill. Mm. So let him carry his fire and let him be burnt. Some helpers are for some seasons. Mm. So maybe this is the time for you to just stop the relationship and move on. Mm. And God would bring someone else, someone safe and okay and godly and god pleasing mm. to be in not something you're afraid for your life yeah that's that's really profound to land this so she says how can you help apart from praying for him mm. uh, we've actually touched on that but just to double click on that again to mm. say actually if there's any help you can render at such a time as this mm. for such a man is the kind of help that you can render from a distance. And the kind of help you can render from the distance, a distance of safety, is actually prayers. Mm-hmm. If there's anything you don't want to do without now, it's prayers. And actually, to start with, that's praying for yourself and then for the person, for the man. Just trusting the grace of God to locate him in a way and send him the kind of helpers or the help that he needs Mm -hmm. which you are not able to offer Um, i mean at the end of the day irrespective of whatever it is that is doing that is evil we're still persuaded of the fact that here is a soul that god is interested in and if god is interested in the man's soul the way to go is to continue to talk to God about the man's soul Mm. um, and let God do that which he alone can Mm -hmm. do the way he wants to Mm. do it. Actually, if you have started from that place, if you have started from prayer, if you've made prayer the first point of call, Mm. maybe this question might not even have come up in the sense that perhaps God would have given you specific and clear instructions there are very many other people that have also had to um, engage and they've they've spoken about how god led them in this kind of context in ways that are actually sometimes audacious but because they know who is leading them they acted according to the script and of course the harassment ends they're free and better off for it Mm. and they can keep their testimony Mm. so i'm saying if there's anything not to do away with mm. now it's prayers mm. lastly have i had any lustful desire towards another lady apart from my wife the answer is no in the context in which that you've asked one like my wife has said what i actually share with my wife is not a lustful desire it's a pure and holy passion <laughs> <laughs> it's a magnificent obsession uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> that is pure and sanctified and godly and beautiful and i and i love it that said um i actually think that men like this man that you're asking about are suffering from chronic blindness and when i say that i mean proverbs 18:22 i believe where that says either finds a wife mm-hmm. finds a good thing and obtain favors, favor from God. Mm. Time will not permit us to begin to unpack every layer of that scripture. Mm. But the fact that that wasn't qualified to say, if you find a wife that is X, Y, Z, if you find a wife that is size 8, or if you find a wife that is size 2, or if you find a wife that is this height or this, no, either finds mm. a wife. 
So for the man to be married, I'm assuming he has found a wife. Necessarily, he has found a good thing. <laughs> but very many times, the devil prevails in blinding our eyes to see the good mm. in the wife that God has gifted us with. And so, actually, part of the prayer point is for God to open his eyes mm. to see what he's got. Because once his eyes are opened to the treasure that he has got, every other stone out there fades in value. And you owe that which you've got in high esteem. And so, yeah, I haven't been in that case. And the reason why I've not been in that case is, thank goodness, by the mercy of God and his grace, not because I'm that smart or that holy or in and of myself, but because the grace of God helps me to continue to see the pricelessness and the inestimability and inestimableness, (laughs) choose one, of the gift that he has given me. Mm. I can't trade that for any other thing. Mm. And I'm praying that for every potential husband or husband that is listening to this, that the Lord will give us that perpetual clarity Mm. to appreciate the wife that he has given us, that we continue to enjoy the wife of our youth Mm. and that they continue to be valuable increasingly. I mean, I found that in my own experience that actually each and every day the value increases. Like I see things I've not seen before and I'm like, oh my word. How blessed am I? Not because she's sitting beside me actually (laughs) listening to this, but because it's the truth. And I'm hoping that when your man comes, Liz, if he hasn't, your own man, you can actually share that joyous pricelessness with Mm. him as well. Mm. Any concluding thoughts as we Yes. Um my concluding thoughts to Liz is actually to all of us, mm. to be very, very candid. It's not really safe having an opposite, opposite sex relationship, especially with a married person and you being a single. That's right. I know that with us, Kala, you have some, some single ladies that you're friends with. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, he's friends with them, but I know them. Absolutely. And I am part of the relationship. Mm-hmm. From the sound of what Liz is saying, she hasn't mentioned the wife at all. Mm. So I'm wondering, how can you have a married man you trust so much and can't ignore? That means you're always around him and you don't have the same relationship with his wife. Mm. You're mm. going to be married one day. I would like to know what my husband is going through and I'll start to help him. So there's that. And there's to us out there. Mm-hmm. If you're in an inappropriate relationship and you're getting too much attention, please say something about it. Let the other party know. Like, let us break the devil's back by not keeping this thing secret. Mm. And let's let's shed light on what's inappropriate so that God can minister to all parties involved and resolve things amicably. Amen. Amen. Thank you very much. Um, I think that's... Yeah, it's been an interesting question and I hope Liz gets a response from this. And if by any chance Liz has asked this question on behalf of someone else, apologies that we <laughs> assumed hastily. <laughs> um, 
because I still I still keep getting that check that actually this might not be a question about Liz herself, but about someone that is so close, like a best friend of Liz that is going through this. But in any case, anyways, <laughs> um, the principles, the same principles apply so um, in, in spite of who that may be. So thank you very much. And thanks to all our listeners that have been listening, following and sometimes reaching out back to us to say this particular episode blessed me that particular mm-hmm. episode helped me thanks for your feedback and you. we don't take that for granted yes God and until next week when we come your way again remember you're not alone today god bless you